0: you're listening to two chunks in a hunk a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps two chunks and a hunk my name is jordan wonders and this week i am your chunk i'm doge and close your eyes shut your mouth chunk a chunk and get us out chunk 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 and i'm carter don't despair step right up glass of water here's a cup hunk 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 (laughs) Did you actually have that plan? Yeah, that makes me deeply happy, (laughs) Carter. Why? Why? Why are you the hunk? I'm the hunk because of my bowels. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I let you. You guys were having to wait a little longer yeah. because I was having a bowel movement. You were doing a poop. I like this kind of direction for our show. Like, we're kind of like the Larry the Cable Guy of podcasts. Yeah, we're just <laughs> getting real nasty with just our bathroom so jokes. So blue. With a blue-collar podcast tour, everyone. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, get at me. <laughs> you might be a podcast host if you'd like to make poopy jokes. don't, don't. That was, I don't know. I figured poop jokes need banjo. That was from Jeff Jeff Foxworthy's (laughs) tour with Steve Martin. As long as as the sound ends with a bop, it's always a banjo. Here's your side. You can do any like (laughs) and that's a banjo. You know it is. (laughs) So is is Yoshi legally a banjo then? (laughs) Right. I was was gonna say underwater turkey. (laughs) But Man, with just, yeah, just as wild and uh, all over the place as our intro is, it kind of goes along with the theme, doesn't it? It sure does. Because today we're talking about a movie called The Adventures, the Adventures of, of Shark Boy and Lava Girl 3D. A movie I never thought we'd review. Oh, I, I knew from the beginning. What this series was, are we in? In case people have taken a break from us while we're talking about those vampire and wolf movies, what series is this? This is the first movie. Of our new series, thanks a lot. The life and times of karate legend turned BK master, Taylor Lautner. (laughs) Uh, And let's... I'm going to detail in on the BK thing. One of the early Twilight episodes, we talked about his bio. It was Mm. a fan-written bio Mm -hmm. about Taylor Mm -hmm. Lautner. And uh, basically, he started with musical weapons... (laughs) Um he was a karate master and actually we're starting to see he, like he's pretty impressive like he won very good. world championships and things like that I still can't wrap my mind around musical weapons I can't either I think it's a weapon category and we see like because it's like it's not like he's hitting people with trumpets like there's I think there's some weapons that are called musical weapons, but it's like a... Because it flows like water. Yeah, I think there's like a choreography element to it. If you, you know, know about martial arts... like music. It's like jazz. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it is, it's but... The, it's the space in between the weapons. It's the sweet music music science. We're going to make a lot of Burger King comments, and that is because... That's why. Taylor Lautner's first ever try at acting was for a Burger King commercial, and they said no. <laughs> yeah, and his second ever try at acting was the rest of his career. Pretty much because parents just got up and left wherever they lived that's in Mich- Michigan Grand Rapids now Doge do you have something wrapped up with a nice little bow for me how do you synopsize a movie like do you this? have something to give do you have something to give me I sure do Mushrooms are bad like that's the synopsis Don't eat <laughs> mushrooms Robert Rodriguez should not be allowed to make movies anymore that's the synopsis he did though this one is is pretty tough. To to synopsize, just being honest, because it's all over the place. Right. Well, so no, it's I'm just gonna totally go totally consistent. I'm just gonna go with the classic one sentence tagline. Ooh. A young boy is recruited by his imaginary friends Shark Boy and Lava Girl to help save their planet. Do we need much more than that? No. Okay, because this is paper thin, but it's paper thin in three glorious dimensions. Three <laughs> wonderful dimensions. I did appreciate that the movie told me to put my goggles on. That was the craziest thing. I actually remember when you went to go see this movie in theaters, which I did, um, when it first came out, that the 3D goggles were the goggles that they were wearing, the really? boy and girl goggles. So have you ever had that thing happen to you where you're the right age for a movie and like it comes out and it's a big thing and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go see that. And then your friends go see it and then they talk to you about it at recess and over time you become convinced that you have seen the movie. That is my story. I had You never, didn't see this? I had never seen this until earlier this week. Oh, dude. Whenever I, I watched it for this podcast. I, I hadn't seen it either. I was thoroughly convinced that I had seen it at some point in my life, though. I bet I've watched this movie 10 times. Until I sat down and started watching it, and I was like, wait. I, only, I think I only remember things from the trailers. Yeah. This movie hit at the exact right time for me to be kind of interested in it. And then after I saw it, my interest waned. My brother came up and was like, this oh, is yep. the one. Yep. This is the movie. So we we used to watch this a good bit. So what was your reaction to it as a kid? And I don't want to get too deep into our reaction to it now, but at the time that this was for you and you were the right age, do you remember what your perception of it was? I think I still felt like it was a, a worse Spy Kids. Yeah, um, but I think I think I thought it was fun. You know, I th- I think that it it was superhero adjacent, which was enough for me yeah. at the time. So yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think I walked away with any overly negative emotions about it. Callie had never seen it. That was that was a trip. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something to be said about watching this for the first time as a grown adult. Yeah. It's like, I oh, wish I could. Man. I wish I could. I mean, because I, I even had some very visceral reactions to it while I was watching. Because I had forgotten almost everything from this movie. But, like, I wish I could wipe my memory and watch <laughs> it for the first time now with 24-year-old brain. Interesting going in as a blank slate. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Let's hop on our lava bikes then and start <laughs> start trucking right through. <laughs> okay. I forgot to dream of gas. Gosh, okay. <laughs> How does this movie begin? Uh, this movie begins just as any movie does. With a voiceover. The quote at the beginning of this movie was almost my super dump. You can't, what? You no, can't, wait, it was amazing. You can't put a quote at the beginning of your from movie from later in from your from movie. From later in your movie. That's unbelievable. Well, the movie starts with Everything white text. that ever was and ever will be started as a dream. And I was like, cool, that's going to be like, like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) It's Lava Girl. She says that later. Just from, it could have said Lava Girl. Fast forward 46 (laughs) minutes. Lava Girl, one hour and three minutes from now. So good. And that really, I think that sort of self-referential meta humor. (laughs) Was it? Really <laughs> kicks off this movie in the right direction. Was it, or is it a bit of an Ouroboros, the dragon mythologically its eating its own tail stuck it in might a cycle be both. of self destruction? How old were you when this came out? Oh, man. What year did it come out? 2005. Is yes. that right? Yeah. I would have been 2005. No, I would have been like 10. So, like I said, yeah. it was at the tail like end of me being. So, does it have a this? nostalgia to you? No. So, here's what's interesting to me as I was watching it, because I do try and put myself, uh, like I'm saying, okay, the first time I, I'm seeing this is when I'm 30. Yeah, and I realized there are some pretty crazy movies that were for kids that are nostalgic to me that I can go back and be like, okay, I still love this. Yeah. Do you no, think kids know that. better if it's a bad movie? Yes, I think so. Yeah. And I, what and are I bad do you think movies I remember you remember seeing as a kid? Stuart Little, one yeah, and Stuart two. Stuart Little's bad. Uh, okay. Any Spy Kids after the first one? Yep. I, I think that there were. I think so. The early two thousands were kind of this weird thing, right? Right. Because I feel like nineties kids movies. Because there was maybe less restriction on what was for kids, it appealed to adults a little more. Right. Because f- '90s kids movies, I think you got stuff like, like that's like. I mean, you got The Sandlot and the Goofy movie, and like that's closer. That's like way closer on the spectrum to like Goonies and ET yeah, than this Fern, is. Like Fern Gully, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah, these are all things. Cool animation. Of. And then more recently, I feel like there's been this trend of like. Kids' movies are kind of just movies for adults where the jokes are hidden deep enough to where kids can't understand them. Or maybe we're just noticing that because we're adults now watching them for the first time. Wait, I remember, could be I it. distinctly remember how disappointed I was in Barnyard though. So, yeah, Barnyard that is a perfect say, example, a great example of like the mid 2000s was this, this weird time, I feel like, where kids' movies were either great or terrible yeah. for every Monsters Incorporated. There's a shark boy and lava girl. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then Did there was Monsters like Inc. a. Monsters Inc. came out the same Monsters year. Monsters Inc. came out in 2004, the year before. Oh, before. my I know. word. Yeah. Well, and then, like, um, what was There's some alien movie that I'm Monsters thinking Wars of. Monsters vs. Aliens? Maybe that was it. Mars Needs know. Moms? Something. something. Oh. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it felt like a sort of throw it at the wall, see what sticks era. And yeah. This, this is a byproduct of that to me, which is just like, yeah, it's colorful and it's got some green screen. Kids will love it. And I don't oh, think yeah. anybody did. Like uh, seriously, I, I remember liking it well enough when I watched it, and I remember the song being stuck in my head for a very long time. Right. What song? The you know the one with uh, Taylor's. Oh yeah, Taylor's song. You um, know Taylor's song. Taylor's song is the slam of screen doors. I probably. do. I do remember walking away and being like that. I mean, whatever. That was it didn't. It's not so much that I knew it was bad as it didn't leave much of an impression. What's so funny yeah. for me is I feel like, and I don't know why this happened. It was definitely it was an era a little bit before me, but some of my nostalgic movies that felt the most like this that I still ended up loving more than this were like Neverending Story, yeah, um, that kind of vibe, yeah, that was just way out there, or like Labyrinth, yeah. with yeah. David Bowie yeah. and things like that. But even going back and watching those, am I only really enjoying that because it was in a time of my life that was, yeah, I don't think so either. Fun to it, yeah, like. There's some whimsy to it that is still enjoyable, whereas right. with Sharkboy and Lava Girl, it's just goofy yeah. and not the fun kind. So let's talk about it. Yeah. So, so we open with our great inspirational quote from Lava Girl. Lava we, Girl has a dream. We get a max. Jeez. We get a max voiceover talking about the origin of Sharkboy. <laughs> <laughs> the sharks came up and talked, and Callie goes, "No." I okay. Mean, well, I think was, that's supposed to be Kitty, right? It's like okay. That's what I was. I was having a trouble. It's. I think there's more to the execution than I used to give credit for. Like you have to be able to. I was thinking of Elf when the narwhal comes up and he's yeah. like, "Hope you find your dad." Like that's supposed to be funny, right? That's and it's not talking joke. like. But I think this was supposed to kind of be a joke too. I really do. <sighs> I, I don't know. I think it that's just why it was delivered that it so wasn't poorly. To be a joke. So in in Max's voiceover when he says Shark Boy was adopted by the sharks, he grew gills. He says this line. And he grew fins, all, all kinds, kinds of, fins. of fins. Yeah, that was what terrifying. Is that? What does that mean? I vividly remember that Does he have crotch fins? Okay, <laughs> is that what just happened to this kid? All kinds of all fins. All kinds and of fins. I just want to address why on earth were there two life rafts? I want to address this. If you want Shark Boy and his dad to be separated. Shark, there was an explosion, and Shark Boy fell into a vat of shark acid and became a shark boy. He didn't just spontaneously grow gills and all kinds of fins by being underwater sometimes. Yeah, I know. But do his gills work? Because later in the movie, Lava Girl says he can only hold his breath so long. Dude's got gills. He can breathe the water. Yeah. That's air to him. And that's what's tough. So, like, before we get too far. Why did you keep him in the shower? Before we get too far. Exactly. Because he would drown. Wait, Or wait. he doesn't need it. Uh, I don't Wait. It. Before we get too far into just bashing, like, continuity <laughs> and different things like that and just things that don't make sense. First of all, it's a dream. It's Robert Rodriguez's son, Racer, yeah. who wrote it at seven years who old. Who plays Young Boy? So, I'm I, I'm putting wait, myself. wait, 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 wait. Pause. Everything. Explain all that, that you just said. <laughs> the director. Robert Rodriguez. His son, Racer. Racer Rodriguez. Racer this. Rodriguez. Yeah. He wrote this. Yes. yes. He, he has a writing credit on this movie. He made this for his son. Because his son wrote this. That changes my entire opinion of this movie. See? And that's what's so tough too. Like… No. You no, can, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You don't have to release it to everybody though is the thing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying like I'm going back to… My sandlot, or my uh, I need to find something a little more fantastical, like my never ending story. Like, there's gonna be something because that movie's pretty bizarre, it's pretty bizarre. But is it something I don't know? I mean, yes, this is the internal monologue that we have when we watch movies like this. Like, that doesn't make sense, but it's a dream world. Like, when are we supposed to, like, what's the line of being like. They really need to. I will say this. I I will say this until I'm blue in the face about everything. The line is: "You can do whatever you want in any movie you want, as long as you follow the rules." Yeah. If you make rules, you better follow it until the movie's done. I bet I can find a movie that follows no rules, and you love it. If it doesn't establish rules, then I would. Okay. I. But if you establish a rule, if there's no rules, there's no rules, and I'm down with that. But if you establish a rule, if you make your character grow gills, he better need those gills. Yeah, I feel that those gills better work, or else why did you have him grow gills? I I get that his seven year old wrote wrote it, but you're an adult, Robert. It's it's Chekhov's gills. (laughs) (laughs) If you introduce gills in the first act, you got to breathe with them in the third. That's my thing. Like, Robert is a full grown man, and he can be like, I love your dream, everything but the gills. Let's get rid of the gills. He doesn't need them, or let's make him really need those gills. Yeah, Uh, put a helmet on him. One of my favorite things that we did in our final episode of the Twilight series was we did a plot check. Yeah. Right? So, what I would like to do for this one is a... Let's find out how they spent this money. <laughs> a money check. This was $50 million to make. I know. In I know how they did it. Because 3D was so expensive? It's because everything that appears on the screen that is not in his house or at the school is digital. Dude, Does digital cost that much? Yes. Even even walking to the school is a green screen. Yeah. Like... There is so… So, that's where all the money is? Yes. All the money went to green screen. I just didn't know how much that cost. It's okay. crazy. Well, and they had to buy a whole bunch of PS2s to render all of the dream world. <laughs> yeah. So, that was crazy too. Oh my gosh. It really… I mean, you look at movies like Monsters, Inc. came out a year before. Yeah. The things that computers are doing at that time. And you can really see how much of a step backwards. Would you think I mean, Monsters, Inc. cost more to make than this movie? Probably. Probably. Okay. Well. Also, this movie was made so fast… Rodriguez made it so fast that it was done and ready to put in theaters before the advertising had gone out. I like believe that th- fully. Yeah, <coughs> I, I'll buy that. A hundred percent. It I'll was made that. right right here in our backyards. Right here. In, <laughs> right here in the great state of Texas, Austin. Thank goodness. Wait, was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I guess it's set in Austin too. Huh? Yeah. So we've dodged it for a while. We get this Max voiceover where he talks about uh, here's the or- origins of Sharkboy, and at the end of that, he says, "Oh yeah, and Lava Girl too." Yeah. Also, Lava Girl. By the way. Yeah. I would have loved to hear more about her origin. There is this whole element of her where she's like, tell me I'm not made to just destroy things. That seemed to come up out of nowhere. Did you guys track that? Like I I honestly… did, but… She was just self-conscious because he didn't dream her an origin story. Shark Boy got dreamed one. She didn't get dreamed one. But why is her default then to be like, I must have been made to destroy something. Tell me I'm capable of more than just destroying. Because she destroys everything she touches. Yeah, that was 115 mil for Monsters, Inc. So, yeah. you are right. It costs <laughs> many money. I know things. Um, I don't know. I It fits her wanting to know her origins. Of course, she thinks she destroys… only Is only meant to destroy and maybe that's evil. Because everything she touches just… Yeah. Pfft. So, yeah. I don't know. There, there were parts of it that could have been interesting. So, I thought. So, I have a question. No comment. Is Linus… Who we meet in school? Linus is Linus the quintessential bully. Does he have it all? No. Does because, he have it all? Because Sid has it all, and Linus isn't Sid. Mm-hmm. He's close, but he's not Sid. Mm. So what? What? Toy Story Li- what is Linus lacking? Um, he's got the physical prowess. What he's, is, he's a beefy boy. And he's got them squinty eyes too. He's got, got the squinty, squinty eyes, eyes and the bad. He's problem. pale now. with the dark. The dark buzz cut. Yeah, you gotta have that. Oh, it's not a buzz cut because he foehawks it later. Are we landing that Sid is the quintessential bully? I'm I'm fully prepared to agree with that. I think that's a great assessment. I really do. Yeah, he's he's one of them. I would say he's the bully. He's up there, and then the guy, the guy from Biff. um, Biff. Biff to me is the quintessential bully. Christmas story. Oh, the oh, red-headed yeah, kid. The red-headed yeah. kid. He's, yeah, he's he's a, a good bully. bully. He's a really good bully. So where does Linus rank in our cinematic bully scale? Um, He's got to be up there, right? I mean, he is diametrically opposed. If it's, if it's to a 10, it's like an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah, yeah so he's a, a good, good bully. He's a good bully. I mean, he hunts down Max in that playground. So he takes he Max's dream journal. He does. Max has a dream journal and uh, Linus is like, give me that. And uh, he doesn't want that to happen. So we get, I'm trying to put this delicately. Within the first 12 minutes of this movie, we get mm, testicular humor. Yeah. That's a little Felt weird. Felt weird. Felt out of place. No, weird. Yeah. It's just and how he he hunt, he stayed up there in that net and is like, "Dog, you can you don't have to do that." He gets smacked around the nunchuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> oh, 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 "Oh." Yeah. It's weird. Like yeah, for so the, long? The world is like... Yeah. So let's talk about the dream world. Like I'll bring this back to you tomorrow. We, we've got to get to the dream world. where The stuff that happens in the real world doesn't super matter. So though, here's right? the thing. I think it does. I think it was intended to really matter. And, and it's I, and like I think, Wizard of Oz type stuff, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. And I think that that's sort of the, the heartbreak to me of watching this movie actually is like I think there's a really cool concept in here. And I, and I think that the concept is that Max is using his dreams to escape the fact that his family is breaking. Yes, that's and here we are. That's my super dump. Yeah, that's what I was intending to lead into by saying the real world doesn't matter because yeah. it should. Yeah. It should. Yeah, like he should dream of a kingdom, you know, and he's trying to make sure that the king and the queen don't split and make two kingdoms. Right. Like there's this whole thing should be centered around his family breaking apart. We don't need the stuff with the origin story. Like if he's yeah. adopted or if he's an orphan, yeah, he didn't dream Love Girl an origin story, but like. There's some some sort of thematic stuff that we should be tying together to make this really feel like it's one thing rather yeah. than two stories. And I, and I think it, it could have been really cool. Because, I mean, when he first walks inside and, like, his parents are fighting and he's like, my parents were too busy to notice. I was like, uh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. And then it just doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it could have been cool. That was almost my super dump. I agree with you. It is like, and because I've seen stuff too. Of course, this came out after Sharkboy and Lava Girl. So, you couldn't have made the connection oh, in Shark Tale another bad one that came out around that time. Yeah. But um, the concept of Inside Out, the Pixar movie. Yeah. is completely built around a girl trying to get over that she's moving. Yeah. Right? And so we kind of almost have a... Even though they can say... so good. That your mind is the real world, right? It's obviously animated and it's a total really creative look at what's inside a a little kid's head. But But that's um, the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And And you don't have to carbon copy that way, but... If that's what the theme is going to be, it it can't jump around this much. Right. I think he gave his son too many liberties in terms of. I think I think it was just, hey, I'm just going to do this for you, whatever you want. Yeah. And so that's, that's where what I'm saying. Robert's Robert's an adult. He could, he should be able to override a seven year old. Did he have spare Spy Kids money? Just like probably. probably yeah. His yeah. That that like whole Spy Kids era was. I mean, it was wild. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're leading into my super dump. What this movie. And the process in which it was made, and it's just complete production, is to me, this is the pink ribbon of kids' movies. One of the biggest knocks on the millennial generation is that we were told you can do whatever you want. Okay. You can make whatever you want. Everybody gets a trophy. Okay. You'd walk yep. in your friend's room and you're. They look like a decorated athlete, but it's all these short trophies just because they were there. Right. To which I would say, "Who gave us the trophies?" But that's another discussion for another time. No, it's for right now. <laughs> it is the for right father, now. father is Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And he just gave his son this platform, and he said, "You do what you want." And so it's we could just blame not, a seven-year-old,
1: but he's right. a seven-year-old. Right. Yep. He Robert was Rodriguez, given all th- of this.
0: Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Robert, you're the big boy, and that's that's my super dump. Is yeah. that it was just a, I'm successful. Uh, I want my son to be able to do something. Go for it! Yeah, it's it is the (laughs) Will and Jaden Smith After Earth project (laughs) of like that's good. I'm the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and you're the Fresh Prince's son, so you get this whole movie, bud. Fresh, fresh, the Fresca Prince, the Fresca (laughs) (laughs) Prince. Yeah, I feel like, but there's some good stuff out there though, because I feel like there's been maybe. Children of fam- famous people, but the famous like the the parents are still producing well, yeah. kind of making sure to make edits to make it something that would because if if the ultimate goal is for this to reach kids, which we've already decided it didn't, because kids yeah. know what's a bad movie, yeah. Then if that's it, it was so selfish to me, the making of this movie was only about his son. It 100%. was not about what the platform could have done for other kids his son's age. One hundred percent, I super down. agree. It's the pink yeah. ribbon of movies. Yeah, I think I agree didn't with like that. it. I think so. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 there's not a lot, you know. Sometimes with these kids movies, there's the moments where you're like, "Yeah, but you know, it's for kids, right?" And it, I, I think you're right. I think I would argue that it's f- for kids by kids is not helpful. Mm-mm. You know, yeah, not at all, because it's really for kid. Yeah, for it, it is kid. for kid. It is a kid movie. Yeah, yeah it's for a kid's one movie. kid. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. For racer. Yeah. Uh, Racer Rodriguez also super sounds like a cartoon character. Sounds like he's going to grow up to be Biff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's get into some of the specifics of what happens in Dreamworld then on Planet Drool. Yeah. There's some good stuff. At first, I thought it was going to be symbolic, but really, it it is just sort of pulled things that happened earlier in the movie. Yeah. um, Such as, gosh, we haven't even talked about George Lopez. Hold on. Electricidad. George Lopez is in this movie. And his name is Mr. Electricidad. Why? I mean, I know why, but come on. This is gift wrapped. It's yeah. like just call him Mr. Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just anything else. Yep. Mr. Static. Yeah. Like Mr. Zap. Mr. Zap. Do you guys think he was excited to be in this movie? No. <laughs> Probably not, but here's what's fun. I bet he I bet so this was written, this role that was written by Robert Rodriguez and his son Racer was with George Lopez in mind. Yeah, I did see that. What? He's their first choice? Pa- well, part of me wonders if they... if He they... was a big deal in early 2000s. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember, but... Really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't... I mean, George Lopez, he doesn't bother me just by existing. You know, he's fine as a person, I guess. I don't think he's that funny, but... I think I, he's funny. I can't imagine writing... Apart with him in I mind. I was just about to say, I can't imagine him being my first choice for almost anything. Right. Yeah, but uh, So we get the dream world, right? Planet drool. <laughs> Planet drool, which I think is very funny, actually. Named after the fact that you drool while you're asleep. I think yep. that's great. Yeah. take it. They had some good connections. Yeah. Uh, and we get there, and basically it's just off to the races, huh? Yeah. Just kind of no real reason, just running from scene to scene. And I want to... <laughs> so Shark Boys costume... And Lava Girl's costume is pretty clearly just like a lycra bodysuit with uh-huh. some like rubber pieces on. I mean, it's like yeah. the worst cosplay. Of yeah, it would have been more appropriate. I mean, Lava Girls was a little bit more appropriate than Shark Boy because it had because kind of it was kind of cool to see that there might the be lights. lava running through yeah, her, her. Honestly, how cool would it be though to put together a real intense, awesome Shark Boy costume? Yeah, it would be super costume. cool. That been, yeah. It would have been awesome. But uh, his like rubber bendy dorsal fin is hilarious to me, um, and his like abs that are on the suit are hilarious to me um it's just so weird but the the most offensive thing to me besides his spiky hair are his disappearing and reappearing shark teeth yeah maybe it was like it's too hard to deliver his lines they're just contextual shark teeth yeah those are the most confusing thing to me his teeth but not the bottom ones are those top ones his real teeth Yes, he has ginormous, enormous chompers. Yeah. he does. He really some grew into chompers. those boys later on. <laughs> <laughs> but those are nuts. Yeah, but do he, you think that he was shredded at this point in his life? I think he was probably kid shredded. Yeah, I mean, yeah. with the everybody went to elementary school with one shredded kid. Yeah, that's true. The stuff he was doing was, I was impressed. He are you, did some real flips. Are you guys? Are you gonna make me do it? Do it. My super pump <laughs> is Taylor Lautner. Okay. I loved every single second that he was on screen in this. (laughs) So. He is a bad actor. He He was perfect for this role. Dude, I will tell you that I think, and I'm not trying to just slight him. And I can promise you I will try to slight him for the rest of the episode. (laughs) But right now, I haven't seen Run the Tide yet. But I have seen abduction and almost everything else he's in. This seems like his best performance. Maybe in it, in that statement, it is slighting him because he <laughs> didn't have as much of an excuse yet. Yeah. Um, but I think this was the most I've enjoyed him. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like how Dan Radcliffe was super charming and sweet as Harry Potter Right. In like one, two, and that was really so one tough. And two. Yeah, yeah. That series was fun because we got to unpack like you kind of lock yourself in. Yeah. yeah, if and you're you if you're doing a child a actor, bit. knowing yeah. that you're going to do this for about eight imagine or nine if years. imagine if there have been like eighteen more years of these shark no. boy movies though. Oh, oh, if only, if only, <laughs> if only. So, um, yeah, so like his, I loved that they were like, "Hey, Taylor, you're an incredible athlete. Do all your flips. Do your music." Like he has a that's point, how he that's how he got the a role part where yeah. he does musical weapons. He's got that bow staff, and like that's a musical weapon He, thing. You know, when he he's choreographed a lot of that himself. Actually, that's the thing. We yeah. can't sleep on Taylor. Yeah. he's a bad actor. He's a phenomenal athlete. He yes. is. He does the and kicks. He good. is certainly a, a phenomenal he, athlete. He's really, is really like sweet and cute in this. No, don't say that. He's yep. a douche. No, but, but, he is kind of um, mean in this. He's a very mean person. He's a in cuter, this movie. cuter side annoying. To But I will say this it is time for shout announcements. A shout Announcements! <laughs> a time where would do shout announcements. So the first shout-outs that we have here in Shout Announcements are, of course, for Wax Space and Tyler Station. We in you. Thank you for letting us come in and do our stuff here. We drink your coffee, we record in your space, and we appreciate it very much. If you have work to do and don't have a place to do it, come on down. Also want to give a shout-out to Podbean. We pay you money. We put stuff on you. Podbean. 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 Uh, I want to give some shout-outs to people who have interacted with us on Instagram lately. That goes to Will Rays and Amber Brown. Thanks to both of you guys. And a very special shout-out this week goes to Mr. Bruno Mars. Love Woo! you, Bruno. Because our podcast recently passed 24K total downloads. 24K magic in the air. air. So, the two of you have been here from the start. Yes. Right? I'll never have that, and that's fine. Yeah. But in those moments, you did jealous? you imagine a podcast that would at least get to the point of almost 25000 Not no. even close. This is crazy, and it I because I jumped in last summer. Yeah. Whoa! Like I didn't. This is noise. Yeah. Yeah. This is so cool. Yes. I'm not grouchy about it. No. Um, not uh, at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could say I'm not in a uh, bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out Caroline. Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. You have two, sort of two different famous songs. On Shout out for having really famous songs, Caroline. Um, she sent me a really sweet, encouraging uh, text. She has really liked the vibe of our setup. Our three guys hosting, talking about movies, having a fun time. And so, uh, she's all caught up on our episodes, which, Mm. shout out. should be. Like, thank you so much, as everyone should. Um, And so, she just had some more time and was like, I want kind of the same vibe. And so, there was a recommended podcast under ours because it was similar. That we won't name. We won't name them because she didn't have very nice things to say about them. And I might agree… Um but it was really encouraging to hear from her that our chemistry the product um just how well produced it is which shout out Adam yeah shout out I, would, for real. I call a uh, a sound wizard yes um and just yeah I, I it's just a little more lighthearted and she said this is our podcast It's just way better and wow. I was like wow this means a lot Thanks, yeah girl, and we're, we're we're not being braggadocious here I don't think more so we're just saying like we kind of can't believe that we are able to like do this. Yeah. Is kind of where I'm landing on it. Is like yeah. every it sort of just feels like the stars really aligned when making And this. they were born. And they were born, yeah. 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 And if you're listening right now and you hear us celebrating 24K, like it doesn't mean that we're halfway to not doing this anymore. It's not like we were like, once we reach 50, I think that's enough. We've accomplished it. Let's move on. No way. I I 51, it really is I mean, like I have to reiterate, foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. And I even think it was might have been maybe. Recording one with the three of us that it just felt so natural. I mean, you're going to get a close to hour long episode that probably takes an hour and 10 minutes of recording time. So, yeah. what you're hearing, like with the flow, is that right, Adam? Is it like an hour and 10 minutes? How much is it usually? It's usually about five hours per one hour of content. Yeah. It's a yeah. Lot. Yeah, yeah. So, because I, well, <laughs> I come in and record all true. my lines, and then Jordan comes in and yeah. records yeah. all his. You come record all yours, and then we yeah, and lay them together. It's tough to be oh. the last one. That's why it's I'm hard. so off all the time. Yeah. yeah. But um, all that to say, we love it. We're not going to stop. But just keep supporting us. So, also supporting us means like if you subscribe. Please. Yes. please subscribe is such please. a huge thing because it is going to download a lot more of those episodes. And that helps just grow the podcast. Like literally, the numbers are there. That's that's the the hard count. And yeah. so, uh, if you can do that, if you can rate it and then review it. Um, you don't have to rate it as soon as you subscribe. But we'd actually like to have your genuine opinion on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're shooting for that, trying to become… Uh, the possibility of becoming Rotten Tomatoes critics because that gives us a head of steam to do a lot, lot more for you guys. So Yeah, an iTunes yeah. review would be huge yes, for us. iTunes. Huge for us. I just put a, uh, a like a pop-up thing on on the website that'll take you right to iTunes to review us if you visit the oh. website. So a great way to do that to get there is to go to twochunksandhunk.com. There'll be a little pop-up that says, Do you like two chunks and a hunk? Prove it by leaving us a review. Love a it. link that'll take you to our show on iTunes. So love it. Very hit, nice. Hit us up with that. And then also click that little Instagram button on there too. That's worth a follow. Check it out, check the social media, Twitter. Yeah, social media. are those, social cool millen- those cool millennial guys of the podcast? <laughs> You've you heard, you heard about us. You've heard about us. <laughs> and that was a shout out, man. We're <laughs> back, and something that I want to talk about is the names of some of these places. Okay, specifically. Train of thought. Yeah. Brainstorm when he like calls on his power of brainstorm, like all that kind of stuff. Stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. Yeah. Um. Spoiler alert, this is my super pump. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that is so fun. It's fun. Like I was like waiting for them to say more fun stuff and they didn't, but those were enough <laughs> for me to right. be like, that's hey, the that's kind of really stuff, cool. That's the kind of stuff Inside Out was full yes, of. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um. So I was, I was a huge fan of like every time it was like, how do we keep my train of thought on track? There is no track. Like as dumb as that was, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So speaking of Inside Out, is is, uh, Tor, what's Tobor? Tobor. Tobor. It's robot backwards. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is Tobor? Is he Bing Bong? No, no he's George Lopez. Oh yeah, I know. That. Bing, was Bing Bong actually something in the real world though? Because Tobor Bing was Bong a was robot, an, an imaginary friend. Right. So yeah. so Sharp Boy and Lava Girl would be to, would be Bing Bong. Yeah. But are they imaginary? That's yes. the big twist that we get to at the end of this movie. Oh gosh. Anyway, how does a box of loose parts never put together fall apart? Because that is what we get starting in the second half of this movie. Yep. Like... It's not even like it was mm-hmm. like, oh, we were building such a wonderful Lego model. No, no, it was none of it was put together, and yet it still falls into smaller pieces. Well, it's like we it's, got new Legos, yeah. and we dumped them on the floor, and then halfway through, we're like, Bet you thought we were going to put these together. Here's another box. We're dumping that out, <laughs> We're too. dumping more. And before we get to that point, I'm just going to go ahead, and I'm just going to do it right now, because my super dump is right dead smack in the middle of this movie. Okay. And it's Taylor Lautner's musical scene. it Are you kidding me? I love That's that. That's your super dump? I laughed so hard. But I it, loved it. It made me... Physically uncomfortable. He is so aggressively and ruthlessly auto-tuned. <laughs> I know. Dream 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 dream. <laughs> like, it's so weird. I just thought he was that talented. It's I unbelievable hated. I this loved part. it because that's a side of him we've never seen. It doesn't. That's not it's a good thing necessarily. The camera. Hey, listen. New bad stuff happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is not necessarily a good thing. That's funny. <laughs> that's the new tag for. Thanks a lot. New bad stuff happens all the time. <laughs> we can't just be like, that's a new side of Taylor. It doesn't mean it's a good side of Taylor. And I hated it. And he somehow still managed to sound like the villain of this movie while he was singing his song. It's and just it's showing so like weird. Shark Boy. I think what was supposed to happen is we were supposed to just realize he was kind of a grumpy. Like, Shark Boy was never going to be genuinely nice. He's like a Waldorf and he's both, both of the angry old <laughs> Muppets. Oh, yeah. While we're talking about music, I did notice something very interesting in this movie. And uh, the number of people that this particular segment of our show is going to appeal to is very small. Yes. <laughs> but here we go. narrowcast. cast. Uh, so I I videoed the screen during uh, a portion of this film. And I want you guys to listen to what the cellos are playing here. Uh, and I'll, I'll edit this in and put it, bring it in in post. But check this out. See if you guys can. Transportation out of here. My dreams, <sighs> lava girl. Did you hear that? Yeah, you got that melody in. Let's listen to it one more time. We're gonna it sounds like to Star Wars. It. We're gonna listen to it one more time. Check out this melody. Transportation out of here. My dreams, <sighs> lava girl. That sounds so much like Star Wars. So that melody. Maybe it's not. Is exactly Marion Ravenwood's theme from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> oh, so it's it, funny. It sounded like, so it's Williams. Yeah. yeah, it's John Williams. So I'll play that theme right now. I'm trying to get it to load for you guys. I but knew it was something. There's another okay. part of this movie where the song that plays is literally <laughs> joy to the world. <laughs> so check this out. Here is Marion's theme from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> whoa that's the same it is exactly the same melody in a different key but faster but exactly the same melody did anybody talk about this on the web no i can't find anybody talking about this what on earth this may be a How special original. to have you are on we, the podcast are we breaking this story right now uh, i think we're we're the first to report this to you but that is that is that's a theme that repeats often and i, I can't tell if it's the lava girl theme or if it's the like the like the dream journal theme, but that is exactly the same melody as Marion's theme from Raiders. Weird. Yeah, Joy to the World plays at one point. It's just <laughs> the beginning part. They they're like coming down from doing something, and it's like, bong 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 bong, bong. but like it like yep. goes on. But I was like, is this a Christmas movie now? <laughs> the music is interesting. Yep, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> dream, 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 <laughs> dream, dream. Like they just keep using like other you're about to sing the Zelda theme. Dream dream Just Oh my goodness. Well that yeah. concludes the musical portion of this show. Oh, and the musical portion of this movie. I hated it. Oh man, it was so awful. And uh, they go off, they try to go off on the shark bike, but nay, nay, nay <laughs> forgot to dream Gaius. So, this movie gets a check mark in the question Does Taylor have a motorcycle in it? Answer is yes. yes. That's and good. Taylor's had a motorcycle in every movie we've seen him in thus far. That is <gasps> good. I love that. So, Taylor has a motorcycle in this and in all th- four Twilights. Five Twilights. Five Twilights. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're of twilights. Five twilights. All five Twilights. So, that's good. Let's keep a motorcycle count. I'm yeah. into that. So, <laughs> They, they get on the banana split raft, and the cherry is the rudder, and I love that. Yeah, that's, that's a really pump fun. from me. Um, the way the chocolate looks when they step on the cookie earlier, I hated it. Oh, no way. That's a pump for me. It looks like brownie batter. It's gross. I would eat it. It looks nasty. I was trying to find something with Sharkboy and Lava Girl and Indiana Jones to see if anyone else discovered this. I didn't, but I did find a Metacritic review that compares the two movies. What? Wow. The, the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Indiana Jones. <laughs> what the heck? I would, I would pay to see current day Taylor Lautner, current day Lava Girl, and current day Harrison Ford in Shark Boy and Lava Girl too. Just all grouch in their <sighs> way like through, but like a gritty, yeah. hard R sequel, like. Like Logan style, yeah. where it's like Shark Boy has to deal with the fact that he was ri- like something super gritty. I would yeah. be really into that conceptually. I can watch that. <laughs> I can watch that That's for sure. Funny. <laughs> All right, so they're floating down, riding. floating down that river. Yeah, they, they see the, the cookie giants, and here's a big missed opportunity. Wait, cookie giants are when they're on the cookie though, not when they're on the raft, right? Oh, those are two different things. Two, 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 different, two different rivers. Two different dessert rivers. Yeah. <laughs> the cookie giants are his parents, and they're like, I want to eat the cookie. And they're like, no, nah, we love each other. Yeah. Which is cool, I guess. <laughs> if that's what you're into. Cool. Your parents love each other? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's so good. Um, so, we end up at the giant tall bed, and in the giant tall bed, our mystery villain... Is yeah. that much of a mystery to anybody? No. Our mystery villain is revealed to be Linus, who is now minus. Minus he has the dream journal, and he's in control of what's he, what's he going by in the dream world, Mister Electric, Mister yeah. Mr. Electricity, which is just the English version, right? Of Mr. Right. Electricity, it's Mister electric, electric. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, as the Mister Electric, Mister Electricity, whatever villain, I thought George Lopez was pretty funny. No. You are wrong No, I, give him, I give him a funny. five on the funny scale Yeah I think he had a couple moments that Out of a hundred or what? <laughs> I think he's a What's up? I laugh pretty good at that Oh man that made me so angry <laughs> <laughs> Man I'm, I'm realizing you and I got different reads On a couple different parts of this movie <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're up on the bed And they get captured Yeah Electric eels come back That's always cool lava girl is frozen which again follow your rules because she shouldn't How be able does to be frozen that happen to a lava person yeah she shouldn't be able to be frozen same with like oh gosh we haven't even talked about sleepwalking across the bridge yet we haven't even talked about George Lopez's daughter oh yeah she, she's the <laughs> she's in gossip girl no Pretty Little Liars. Because technically a tan, a spray tan, makes you Hispanic? You're like, the Is thing? that what that's supposed to be? Yes. Oh, no. Here's the thing. She's a white girl painted orange so that her dad can be George Lopez. Do you really think that's what it is? Can I we go out and that say that? I, I am 100% willing to say that's what they were going for in George this movie. Lopez's character like, might just have a white daughter. That's a, always a possibility. That, that then, can happen. But then why was she orange? Yeah, that's the part that like, makes me nervous. In the midst of our shock. I all. don't like that. I'd like to piggyback off of the shock and read to you the review that I found that has the comparison. He gave it a 10. Yeah. This person, it's not not really a critic. It's definitely someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. So, on May 10th of 2009… Okay, before you start this… Okay. Raiders is my number one favorite movie. Really, that's your number one. Yeah, I do love that. This is going to be very frustrating for me. We should do Indiana Jones. It's actually offensive. It's actually offensive to everything. Okay, I'm going to be incredibly frustrated. You're not going to believe this. So Diego R. Yo Rodriguez, (gasps) he has to be. Okay, is that Racer's real name? Diego. (laughs) He did this. (laughs) It might be. And here he is now. (laughs) He's like 12 now, and he wrote this. Yo, this movie is the bomb, dogs. It's like. Hardcore shiz is it for the whole family? Not family, family. It has the hardcore action of movies like Rambo, the drama what? of Indiana Jones, the suspense of Silence of the Lambs, and the family values of Blue's Clues and Bob the this Builder. This dude is kidding. Yeah, it's like a, a Clockwork Orange meets the Da Vinci Code. As this thing, <laughs> as this thing, wait, as this thinking man's epic reveals the flaws within our capitalistic society and the greed of corporate America. What? It's searing criticism of the Bush administration shows a world shows, the, shows a world torn by war and corporate chauvinism and challenges traditional concepts of gender relationships and racial issues. What on earth? Diego, R is my hero. Oh, That's Diego, so funny. Listen. I take back what I said about you being a Rodriguez. Yeah. You don't have to be part of that family. You can come be a, you can be, you can be Diego Runders. Diego Rogers. <laughs> Roger. Diego Rillis. R- R- <laughs> I love you, Diego. That's oh, very funny. I'm the realest. So, yeah, oh, pro- problematic uh, spray tans aside, his daughter is the Ice Queen, but because she sits under an AC vent. Yeah. That's literally the reason. It's yeah. um, pretty cute. Well, I-, I don't hate that reasoning for being the Ice Queen, but like, <clears throat> she just has no place in this story. She does not. Um, but they go take her to her Lava Girl sleepwalks. Across an ice bridge. Until she doesn't. Which, why is my question? Because if she's asleep, she's not very hot. That was like the point, I think. Like if she's sleeping. I think sleeping, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. I mean, it's that's and the most asleep. clear thing in the she whole fell movie. She feels I, don't so know I Instantaneously. Yeah. Right? And apparently can force herself to sleepwalk in a straight that's line. That's how like dreams and sleeping work in this. It's like, hey, dream. Okay. And then they go to sleep and dream. Dream, 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 better. dream, Maybe, dream. Uh, I actually read that the word dream or forms of dreaming occur 188 times in this I read movie. That too. I believe it. It's probably about a 200 word script. So that seems about right. Yep. <laughs> that's probably about right. So, uh, <sighs> We're captured by, by Linus. We're dumped down to the bottom. How do they get to the bottom again? They, when they're dumped. Oh, they're oh, in, the, them in the cage. They're in the cage. And, shark and Boy then Sharkboy goes, Boy goes, goes shark shark beast rage. mode shark. When they fall to the bottom is when they completely steal Marion's theme. That's when that moment occurs. Right. If, you're, then, watch, if you're watching at home <laughs> trying to catch up on this good movie while we talk <laughs> about it. They sneak back up to steal the dream journal. Uh-huh. And then Lava Girl immediately lights it on fire. Yeah. So that's Cool. That stinks, doesn't it? And then she gets mad, passes out, or he knocks, she goes to sleep. He takes her to the lob, to the volcano. Yeah. And she is, she is he, light. He is clearly running with a dummy, just yeah. by the yeah, way. Yeah, it yeah, said yeah, that yeah. on the, <laughs> the like, trivia, too. Did it really? Yeah. He was, I mean, she is just like a mannequin. Yeah. It's really bad. And his so, running is just like, in this movie. Why couldn't they run that fast the whole time? I don't know. Dude. In this movie, Taylor runs carrying a girl. There's another check that we need to do because uh, he did that a couple of times in Twilight. So, okay. Taylor runs carrying a girl in this movie and has a motorcycle. And has a motorcycle. That's good. To, Dig that's good to know. Does he eat a sandwich? His shirt's never off in this though. His shirt's not off in this and I don't think he ever eats a sandwich. Yet. Or is this his skin? No, nah, we can't. No, do that. he grew gills and all kinds of fins. All kinds of fins. So, uh they go have the ultimate showdown on top of the bed it's and a then duel. basically it's just like, "Hey, can you stop being mean?" Oh. Yeah, I never considered that. Um, Sounds a lot like Breaking Down Part 2. No, one yeah. thing it does. Now, one thing I want to say is… They decide war. <laughs> they we don't, don't war. <laughs> I do want to say this. The go-to joke in this movie being spitting out something gross at the screen got old after the um, second time. Oh, the- I thought the go-to joke was for Mr. Electrics to say something about electricity. <laughs> that happened a lot. Do you feel it in the air? <laughs> it's just like everything was Electricity. Yeah, that was pretty uh, bad. But and his I'm dogs about, like, that they, are outlet heads was kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. But they, I loved when the one plugged into the extension cord to go further. That was cool. That was yeah. pretty funny. But, like, just this joke of, like, burnt cookie. And it's like... it's just all the and th- scoots down the all screen. The, the all the 3D effects. stuff. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, the 3, 3D, I'm glad that has gone away. So I hate 3D there's D movies. A, there's a final twist, though, where Minus the main villain becomes not the main villain and Mr. Electricity... Goes to earth. In a tornado and attacks the school. And real George Lopez is there. And he's mad. Here is what I thought was happening. I thought this was an electric tornado. And this is like a stress stream. And he wakes up. He's been knocked unconscious by a deck. And then desk. And then there's this, uh, like an electric tornado. Nope. It's actually Mr. Electricity. Hey, why could George Lopez pick up a desk one-handed? I don't understand that. Because I thought similarly to you that that was going to be the tie in of like oh it wasn't Shark Boy at the beginning it was George Lopez yeah and I thought maybe it was like so windy that the desk didn't weigh anything maybe. but then he put it down and it was full full size and S- then Ice Princess actually is the Ice Princess and freezes and sh- him to death Shark Boy and Lava Girl are real and they save Max's parents yeah they save Max's parents um, and this he is, goes, he goes, never let go. And she goes, I won't. Then she lets go and yeah. f- flies into the tornado. But he is fine standing where he was. And then she gets brought down by Lava Girl and then he gets sucked into the tornado. <laughs> like it's the same thing happens two times in a row. I mean, come on. This and, is uh, where it really, 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 really falls apart yeah, for me. Shark Boy and Lava Girl don't actually do anything though. It's nope. just the Ice Princess that does something. Nope. And you know how cool it is that Shark Boy and Lava Girl can fly? Yeah, because they true. just fly. It's a great point. Mm, that's a, great that's point. a new thing. But <laughs> new bad stuff happens all the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I was still expecting, even at the end of this, for him to wake up in his bed the next day and be like, oh, okay, it was all just a dream. Nope, actually nope. happened. It really real happened for happened. real. Yep. Nobody's freaking out about it. Everybody's cool. They're back at school the next day. Yeah. Oh, I meant to super pump the dream journal. Like the idea of, yeah. Okay, yeah. A kid. Waking up and... Because at one point, I was like, why is he not familiar with a lot of these? Well, I forget my dreams all the time. Yeah, I do too. And so, I was like, that's cool. And I loved all these little pictures that weren't always in the line. Sometimes they were facing a different way. So, the... Uh, execution of the dream journal and the idea of it was my super. That's a cool idea. And I actually want to say I love the idea of his power being daydreaming. Like he doesn't have to fall asleep to come up with cool ideas. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's actually cool. really cool. In yeah. a dream world, somebody with a vivid imagination during the day would be king. Like, well, yeah. You know what probably happened is Racer had legitimately some of these ideas. His dad thought that he was some kind of genius. genius. Yeah and said, actually, everything you do is probably going to turn into gold. So Which is so funny because like what, what kid, and maybe I'm way off base here, but what kid wasn't like, I'm bike man. I'm part person, part bike. I'm riding yeah, my bike right real. now. Like, right. Like Any, that's a thing kids do. Put boy or man at the end of anything and you're a superhero as a kid. Yeah. Like that's not cool. Yeah. Whatever. Racer, idiot. <laughs> that's not cool, racer. What are you, seven? <laughs> yeah. Hey, grow up. <laughs> Write a good <laughs> movie. Why don't you try third grade? Dun-dum. Write a good oh. movie for once, racer. Oh. Get him. Again, I'm still. I'm only mad at Robert here. He's the adult in the situation. He should have put a stop to this nonsense. But uh, the movie pretty much just ends. Shark Boy's going back to sh- search for Thank his dad. God, you I know? assume in Mariana's Trench. Yeah, I don't know. And Lava Girl is queen of Earth's volcanoes. I hated her being like, him being like, no, 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 no. You're not destruction.
1: You're light. It's dude, like, no, she's
0: still lava. Dude, some of the dialogue in this movie is absolutely insane. Like it's the way bad. the characters talk. Yeah. It's just like nobody talks like that. Yeah, well. Um, I, I did, I mentioned <laughs> this to you briefly, but I have brought a guest on the program oh, with me today oh, to help us close it hey, out. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, come on in. No, you leave your shirt off. Leave come your on shirt Come on <laughs> in. Park your motorcycle at the hey, door. Hey, guys. I mean, uh, I am hotter than you. Oh, my gosh. <clears> uh, <throat> no, this is a, uh, this is a guest reviewer, um, uh, from deep within the halls of IMDB. Uh-oh. Uh, and her name is Ines Alba Hidalgo. And on August 28th, 2005, Ines wrote a review. And the title of this review is To Robert Rodriguez. Ines writes, Why? Is that all it says? To Robert Rodriguez. Like T-O, Robert Rodriguez. Ines writes, Hello, I am Ines. I would like to say that I really enjoyed the film Sharkboy oh. and Lava Girl. And I want to make a question to Robert Rodriguez. Have you? This any- woman is 90 years old. Have you any plans to make the second part? I also really likes your Spy Kids series. Have you any plans to make the fourth film of this series? It's a really different approach to cinema that Sin City. That's true. I can't see this kind of film. I hope Robert answered me with the continuation of Spy Kids series and the second part of Lava and Shark. It's not only a film for boys, in my opinion. Thank you and goodbye to everyone who read this Who read this words. I hope you likes this film like I really do. And also that you like this kind of films who are similar to Game Boy Toys. Ines Alba. You know? Hmm. I get it. Game Boy Toys. Game Game Boy Boy Toys. So I never thought that this was just for boys. I never did either. That never really crossed my mind. And I think it's because Ines has been making sure of it every day since August of 2005. She's been on a big campaign for her grandchildren. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Game Boy Toys, huh? Now that Ines has reviewed this movie... I think it's probably time for Maybe the, our turn? the three of us <laughs> to add our voices to that conversation. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> the three of us here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have perfected the art of rating movies with the scientific cinema scale. You know science, you've heard of him. You took the class. <laughs> you know him. With Mr. Mr. Electric. With Mr. Electricity, that. Oh, sorry. Electrice, you know. George Lopez. <laughs> Is a low Don't rider. Ride <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, there, I got it now. I got it. Oh, the scale is as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy, buy that poster. poster. The next best thing is just gonna be buy it. After that, rent it, and then it's gonna be stream it, followed by forget it, and last, but certainly least, God, God. hath forsaken wow. us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, forget it. I think the world is better off. Without Racer Rodriguez. That's just so cruel. The world world is better off if Racer's dream stayed with him and was not broadcast for everyone. Mm, Isn't that the exact opposite of the message of this film? Yes. (laughs) It totally is. Uh, I'll go next. And I would say stream it. (laughs) This movie is 100% worth a watch. Because of how unbelievable it is. Okay, I can climb on board with that logic. Sure. We we need more movies like this Game Boy toy. Dream, dream. Dream dream, movie, dream, 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 dream. Genuinely. I think the best tagline for this movie, the best tagline is new bad stuff happens all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. It's unbelievable to yeah. see something spiral this severely. Yeah. Stream it. <laughs> it's, it's a forget it for me too. And for a lot of the reasons of of why I was calling it like the pink ribbon of movies. <laughs> and this was, it was, it's fun on our podcast that we get to kind of sometimes take a more, seri- a more serious step outside of like the movie and just look at genres in general and have conversations that might not just come up organically. And the conversation of do kids know a bad movie when they see it? Probably couldn't have happened with anything else but this movie yeah. that I can think of. Yeah. Um So it's a forget it. I really don't. I don't think it's as necessary. Oh, uh, Madagascar was not very good. Yeah, that people was another loved one of those that ones. one, but yeah. I did yeah. I didn't. Never. I never thought that it's was. It's just one. not. It was over the hedge. But oh. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't there one? It was a forget it for me. Nuts. That was yeah, over the hedge. It was a squirrel one. No, there was one about squirrels. Oh. But I think it was there? later. I think we were in college, maybe when that came out. What was the one about Little Red Riding Hood? Oh, oh, oh. That one oh, was bad, oh. too. Hoodwinked. Yeah. Hoodwinked. That, one was, that one was really that one was bad. Rough. We've talked about it before on the show. I think probably during Harry Potter. Um, but there's the principal, and I believe it's C.S. Lewis. I may be misquoting him. Where he says, any story not worth reading, not worth participating in as an adult, any kid's story not worth participating yeah. in as an adult, was not worth participating in in the first place. Yeah, that's good. I think that's probably relevant oh, yeah, to our discussion. Oh, yeah. That's great. Where it's like, if you can't go back and watch it right now as an adult, you probably shouldn't watch it as a kid. Like something like The Lion King. I could go back right good now. Thorn. I'm Easily. confident with fresh eyes I could go watch that and go this is awesome. So then it was worth investing my time you and know, my belief into like as a kid. Batman the animated series. Exactly. Honestly, I can I could even jump into Spy Kids 1 no problem yeah, right now. Exactly. Shrek. Yeah. You know, those types of movies where it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's still, it still it holds up for a reason. It's cuz there was something there binding it together. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no I think that's good. So, um I would like to close out this episode uh by each of us creating our own dream character that we would embody. Oh, in accompany Max yes. on his dream journey, mm. I'm Jordan, and I would be Light Boy just to sort of throw a wrench and Lava Girl's whole thing at the end. <laughs> uh, no, I am. I'm the light sorry, I, I, sorry, I about about Light Boy. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I'm Doge, and my dream character is Camila Zor. I have the power of invisibility, and I can look two different directions at one time. <laughs> I really did have <laughs> that one locked down. You had a name and everything. <laughs> I'm going to follow the uh, boy theme. Sure. Yeah, thank not you. That, not that this is a, a movie just for boys. Yeah, no, it's Game Boy toys. It's, it's one of those Game Boy toys, <laughs> you know, for boys and girls. But I'm going to call myself Pocket Boy. And, and, and <laughs> No, look at me here. So I've got, I've, I'm just normal, right? I've got my jeans on. But there happens to be one pocket that's magical. Uh, now, it's not like a Mary Poppins pocket. But oh, if there's that anything that thought. you need, that you need to require, like a room of requirement type thing that can fit <laughs> in my pocket, I'll have it. I like that. <laughs> I've got it right here. I like that. We need to buy a bike. That's fine. I've got a credit card with max amount of credit that you need. Okay. Oh, wait, do you have a credit card? Or do you have a bike? No, it's more about convenience. I can go buy the bike with yeah. the credit card. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you can get anything. So really, you have a cre- your power. Your superpowers, you've got a credit card. You can I'm buy an so. adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm adult boy. I get adult to say that's boy. stupid. Don't don't sleepwalk Hi, across that bridge. I'm man boy. You might <laughs> die. I'm 30 year old boy. It's just Carter in this whole place. I'm like, guys, this is really crazy. She's like, hey hey, hey, hey. hey man, is your mouth bleeding? You just tore that apart. Yeah, do gas <laughs> next time. Do gas next time. Oh gosh. Sensible man. <laughs> adult boy. I'm adult boy. Sometimes called man. Close your eyes, shut your mouth, dream a dream, and get us out. Dream, 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 dream. Hit the hay, fast asleep. Dream a dreamy little pleep. dream, 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 dream. dream. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.